You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 284 for April 17th, 2020. This week, we talk about 16 ounces of paprika, new emojis, shopping habits, pandemic baking, powdered buttermilk, and tripping on nutmeg. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, I'm so happy that I'm here and alive. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) The correct response was that. Just disgust. I'm just not used to you being happy. I know. It's just concerning. I know. I'm so, yeah, things change. But it's refreshing. It's refreshing to know happiness exists in a post-coronavirus society. Thank you. I mean, not, I mean, it's, I know it's weird that other people other than you can be happy, you know, with your perfect life and your dog and your fiance and (laughs) everything's so perfect. Let me tell you about how coronavirus has derailed my engagement. (laughs) Oh no, honey. That's fine, honey. We're just, sometimes you have to get married during a pandemic. Are you getting married during the pandemic? I don't know. Well, okay. We're, we we have to base a lot of our marriage decisions around health insurance right now, and that's the country we live in. Hashtag um, only America things. L- literally, like God. so, we're trying to figure that out. I don't even want to think about it right now. But. Well, I, I I didn't think that. I mean, were you were you planning on getting like untying the knot officially like around this time? I don't remember what your plans. Yeah, were. like oh, okay. it's we keep having to like scooch back. Scooch back. I mean, it's, you know, it's not going to be like a wedding. It's going to, we want to do our own little just us thing, Mm -hmm. whatever. But no, we keep like waiting on something, you know, waiting on insurance, waiting on coronavirus. Not that, I mean, uh, it's the least of everyone's problems right now, whether or not I get married this year, you know? So I'm not, we're not stressing. But it's just one more thing to add to the list, right? Of things that are being derailed by the pandemic. Things that aren't normal right now. Speaking of, so, you know, we take Piggy in for his immunotherapy. He still has to go to the vet every four days. Right, They've added yeah. like a new layer on top of it. Like, so before when we started uh, a couple months ago, it was like you wait in the lobby, but everyone stands far apart. The last four or five times it's been you stay outside the vet, like outside the building. They come out and get him and then lock the door behind them. You know, mm. now they put their own leashes on him. Even they won't touch our leash. Yeah. Which is, I mean. A little counterintuitive because they have to, they unhook his leash to put theirs on. And so, so you're they're touching, touching the, leash, the leash regardless. They're touching the leash regardless. And so their hands are potentially contaminated. But I right. just thought it was interesting. I took him yesterday or day before yesterday or something. And I was like, oh, this is new. I mean, honestly, new. literally anything out of the like pandemic routine is something like, ooh, this is different. You know, like, oh, you know, it's yeah, it's it's interesting <laughs> it's to see like things. an escalation, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. like, a, I mean, I, and I'm all for it. You know, we're required to wear masks in grocery stores here now. Right. We are. And too. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I think that's amazing. I think that's great. Um, But no, it was just another little. You know, at first I was I was very I don't want to really talk about coronavirus because whatever. Right. right, right. You know, it's depressing. Right. I feel like right now I've, I've kind of fallen into this new routine. It's not always ideal, but I'm in it. And it's kind of important that we document these little things. I mm-hmm. think they're interesting. I think there are right. a lot of little interesting things in society right now. Like when you walk down the street, it's quiet. And mm-hmm. I kind of hope it stays that way. Right. Like there's, after there's this, because people don't things. talk with their masks on, you know, mm-hmm. there's still people out. 
but they're not necessarily talking because their masks are uncomfortable. Right. So I don't know. I kind of, you know, hope that part stays. It's nice and quiet. Everyone shuts the fuck up after the pandemic. I am a big advocate of like, imagine a world. I think I've said this before where everybody just whispers when they're outside. Oh, that would be so nice. So nice for us introverts, for us sensitive people. Us oh, we're delicate so beings. Your little delicate I'm flowers. So delicate. God. Anyway, Honest, I just get, I, honestly, I just put your noise canceling headphones on. There you go. That's a good idea. I Problem mean, solved. Yes. How are you? I'm doing all right. I, I I definitely understand what you're talking about in terms of uh like thinking about the little things because I feel like we're 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 far enough into this kind of as a society where it's. It's turning into a new normal instead of it still feeling abnormal. We're like, like you're, like you said, we're kind of getting into the into the groove of kind of the new routine of how things are going. After like you know four to six weeks of this continuing to go on, we're kind of like, okay, like I'm kind of I know what to expect now when I wake up every day and like right. What my and new you're like, is. <clears throat> you're like this. I feel like we're all settling into knowing that this could go on for an extended amount of time. Right, we're getting like to that a we're, year. We're, we're past you know. that adjustment period where we're, right. we're just like where it's it's um it's all new, and now we're just like okay, like we're getting into the groove a little bit more. Yeah. Um. At least I hope a lot of people. I hope a lot of people are kind of feeling the same way because I I definitely feel the same way. Um. I mean, it still sucks, obviously, but it's it's right. The, the routine is getting more and more familiar. Now. There are up days and down days, but mm-hmm. like I'm my body is like okay, I'm not. Right. In freak out mode right now. I've got semi a schedule that's working for me and it's mm. happening. We're making it work. It's, right. We're making it work. But Honey, a lot of people are, are still like, work. I mean, a lot of people are still completely thrown into chaos right now. You right, know, right, right. like we're kind of some of the lucky privileged ones who are have help, you know, when we right. need it. Right. Exactly. Um, oh, cheese of the week. I mean, we're uh, cheese of the week. Every, we're on a new schedule now. Cheese of the week is now at the beginning of the podcast. What is the it's cheese of the week? Cheese of the week. Okay, so you know we're still getting our groceries delivered. Mm-hmm. Speaking of privilege, um, speaking of like, check it. We understand that is happening for you. Understand the privilege. Yes. Um, you remember the last week? What was it that we got? We got tartar, tartar sauce. sauce. Oh, is there sauce. a new mystery item this week? Yes. <gasps> cheese of the week is probably going to be like a mystery. It's not. This one wasn't a mystery. It was kind of an upgrade of an Ooh. item. Oh, okay. so we needed paprika. Justin always needs paprika. Loves paprika. Well, um, well, okay, okay. Well, uh, there's different types of paprika. Is it is it just like regular white people paprika, or is it like the really smoky? S- so he paprika? wants he wanted smoked paprika. We always get the like organic smoked paprika. Ooh. Let me tell you, we splurge on our spices, honey. Okay. Honey. Um, you're gays. You don't have kids. You have room to splurge. We don't have gay. We don't have kids. We have spices. Okay. Uh, we asked for the paprika, put it on the Harris Teeter list, um, texting back and forth with our shopper and, you know, making replacements as he needs. And I'm like, yes, that's totally fine. Do whatever you need to do, you know? Um, and he's like, oh, there's no paprika whatsoever. And I was like, he was like, do you want chili instead? And I was like, no, 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 that's very different. That's different. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's totally fine. And then later in the shopping experience, he texts me this thing of paprika. And he's like, oh, I found some in like, you know, the other food section. They're like, I think it was in the um, uh, Spanish, like Mexican rice sex- section and stuff. Like over there with sense. the Mexican spices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Pop off. 
And then like right after I said it, I saw in the picture that it was like it's 16 ounces of paprika. Oh, that's a lot of paprika. It's a lot of paprika. Okay, well, but I so, was, but we need a paprika. Okay, so back up here. You said that Justin buys a lot of paprika. What the fuck is he using paprika for all the time? I have no idea. It's a, okay. So I you have don't no know. idea. You have I'm no sure idea where this paprika is going. Well, we made jambalaya. Okay, paprika. that makes sense. We made uh, ground beef for tacos. Okay, paprika. I don't know. You just paprika in everything, don't you? I don't I don't remember the last time. I mean, the last time I probably used paprika was when I made chili, which was like eight months ago. I don't use it that often. So I'm just like, I'm I have alarm bells. What is Justin using paprika for? Apparently, it's a favorite spice in our house. Okay, I mean, it doesn't taste uh, like much unless it's smoked. Oh, I I have no idea. Well, we always cook it. I mean, we always use smoked paprika. Now we just have regular, though. This is this was just 16 ounces of regular paprika. That's just like 16 ounces of red food coloring, basically. What? No, it still tastes. I mean, I don't know. I don't, you cook not, it. It's not like I'm dipping my... It's not like I'm... <laughs> what's that shit called where you dip the candy stick the, in it? It's, yeah, a fun dip it's with paprika. It's a fun dip situation. <laughs> I'm not fun dipping the paprika. It's being oh cooked in a so, skillet. So what are you going to do with all of this, with the 16 ounces of paprika? I don't know. Enjoy it. Honestly, enjoy it's my the little life. things. Did you ever used to hear about, speaking of spices, do speaking not of, try this at home. I will not take responsibility for this. What did you put on your except, butthole this time? Except telling you not to do it. Didn't even, I have not even tried this one myself. But nutmeg, isn't it nutmeg that's like a hallucinogenic if you like take it in super large doses? Yes. That's right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought it you're, was. I thought you, we might have talked about this. You just want me to tell you you're right. That's why you asked that. No, I just couldn't remember because I remember <laughs> I read an article about it a while ago, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And it was like nutmeg, eat a whole bunch of it. But you also might have to go to the hospital afterward, but you might go on a trip. Yeah. If you look up nutmeg, the first like it auto completes to nutmeg trip. Nutmeg like, trip. Maybe on yours it does. Nutmeg trip. It's OK. Reddit.com slash r slash drugs. People are trying to trip on nutmeg the thing oh is, god is, it does on mine too nutmeg trip. nutmeg is a very um it's a very powerful Ugh. spice story time my nutmeg overdose youtube videos honey block immediately <laughs> um i bought oh my god i so i i don't have actually i th- probably have a little bit of like pre-ground nutmeg but i have like nuts i have like the 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 nutmeg nutmeg that i like use a rasp grater to like grate a little bit onto stuff because I don't use nutmeg that often. And also like the the nutmeg, are they nuts? What the fuck is a nutmeg? Hold this on. article says nutmeg nuts. So I'm assuming they're nuts. I guess they're nuts. Yeah, you use it a lot in like- Right baking. there in the title, honey. Honey, there's nuts. There, honey, this meg is a nut. Aren't peanuts legumes though? See, Do you this, remember being an eight- I can't trust in, anything. Do you remember being eight years old? Third grade, and you were like the hot shit if you knew that peanuts were legumes. Or is it cashews? Is it cashews that are legumes? We don't have we don't have a lot of information in our school system. Well, I mean, did know about peanuts? All of your textbooks told you that like God created the earth in seven days, and then I mean, yeah, everything else from there is just that's true. I'm pretty sure peanuts are legumes. The, The problem is, I hated peanuts and peanut butter growing up. Like, I thought it was fucking disgusting. So I never, I, I was not part of the peanut brigade. 
as a child, so I didn't know much. Oh, there's a. Mm, the can you, can you hear that? There's a. There's a plane going over me. I don't hear anything. I mean, it's better than Trump's golf course helicopter flying overhead. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry about that. Anyway, okay. so nutmeg. What is? What are your opinions on nutmeg? Oh, I love it. It's okay. a great spice. It's great in baked goods. Have you ever had too much nutmeg? Because I've been burned no. one too many times by nutmeg. Because I've, I've, I mean, I did it to myself. I accidentally put too much nutmeg in like a like a drink, and it's like all I could taste. No, because like when you use, whenever you're looking at like baking recipes, it's like this much cinnamon, this much nutmeg, and nutmeg's always like half of the cinnamon, if even. Right. Right. Like it's you got a small scale amount of that. nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. Right. So no, I don't I'm not a I don't O D on the in M. You're not <laughs> you're not trying to get high on the nutmeg. I'm not uh, trying to get high on the nutty. What uh, is the street the name for? Nutty? It? The nutty. Bye. Honey, I ain't getting high on the nutty. I don't touch the stuff. Honey, nutty? I don't touch the nut. Not in this system, honey. Nut in this system. Nut in my butt? More likely than you think. <laughs> anyway i hate this i was gonna mention something before oh nutmeg pandemic all of the gays on the internet are learning how to bake you have been ahead of this for you know, years this is, this is pissing me off right now because because you have competition everyone, now well because i can't get fucking flour because yeah, I you can't my get flour. flour and you can't get yeast i have been oh although i gotta say our shopper our hair Teeter shopper was there when they put out the motherfucking King Arthur <gasps> unbleached. That's the best flower in the world, yeah, by the King way. Arthur King Arthur way unbleached Agreed. all-purpose flower. He snagged me the big the big bag of it, and I was Honey. very thankful for that. I know. Oof. I mean, he got a tip. You could over. resell that on Amazon for you could. 100%. But it's pissing me off because everyone on the internet's making bread and banana bread right now. It's a spe- it's always they always start with banana bread. And then yeah. they graduate to like other things. And as someone who does make banana bread on occasion, um, I don't know what it is about gays in this pandemic all making banana bread at the exact same time. There was like it's three. It's not just there was the a, gays, though. Well, I, it's maybe everybody. Just, maybe just because that I follow gays on Twitter, but it's like maybe, all yeah. the gays that I follow on Twitter, like they were all making banana bread within like a 72 hour period. And I was like, what is in the water? I mean, and I can't make good. it anymore because oh, it, like it's ruined. you don't want it's a bandwagon right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to think that I don't already make banana bread. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's upsetting. Stop it. Stop this. Only Joe's allowed to stop bake. it. <laughs> um, I, 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 I've talked about before how I'm, I'm more of a cook and less of a baker. And I feel like you're definitely way more of a baker than you are. a cook. Yeah. I mean, I know we both do both, but I feel like you're generally like baking a ton. Um. But I made some chive and cheddar drop biscuits over the past week. Oh, that's um, fun. Because I was craving biscuits and um, I was like, well, I could probably make some. And so I did. And they were really delicious. And I thought that you had a recipe for biscuits. I do. really good. America's Test Kitchen Buttermilk Biscuits. Mm. Now, are those regular biscuits or are those drop biscuits? They're drop biscuits. Okay. They are drop biscuits. Um, because but they're I, really, they have like, um, you melt the butter and then pour it into like super cold buttermilk and then mm. it like chugs up. So it's oh. kind of like laminated dough. I love a good chunk. So it's really nice and like flaky and poofy. It's really good. Love a good poof. Well, because that's the thing is I love biscuits, 
But girl, I do not have A, the counter space. B, I don't think I even have a rolling pin because I don't bake. And C, like, I don't have the time and energy to, like, laminate fucking dough. And so the first thing that I thought of was, like, okay, I need to find a biscuit recipe that's a drop biscuit recipe. So I think the one that I got was from... Um, I think I think it was Cook's Illustrated, which is which is associated with um, America's yep. Test Kitchen. And so, yeah, so I did there. But it was different because mine didn't involve uh, melted butter in cold buttermilk, but it did involve buttermilk. So it must have been like an off it, an offshoot of that recipe. Regardless, it was really good. And I ate all of the biscuits myself in like a three day period. Um, but that's all the baking that I've done because <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like I should do more baking, but that's the problem is if you go to the grocery store, there isn't any baking supplies because every other person on the planet's starting to bake. So True. I don't know. That's the what, have you, what have you been baking? What have you been making to, you know, what's what's your pandemic baking schedule been like? So I have a chocolate chip cookie recipe. Nobody even fucking steal this because it's fucking trademarked and it's going to be in my cookbook one day. I call them. <laughs> I call them my bowl to hole Chocolate chip cookies. Because it goes straight for you? No. (laughs) Because it just takes one bowl, and it's so it's straight from bowl to hole in just about 30 minutes. From your bowl to my hole. Bowl to hole being face hole, mouth hole. Well, we have many Um, holes. I mean, I don't know. I don't judge. But (laughs) You can stick these cookies anywhere. It's a very quick chocolate chip cookie recipe Mm -hmm. um, with, like, melted butter. Oh, yeah, those are really good. It's for when you need, like, when you need sugar in a needle stuffed into your arm ASAP and you just need some fucking sugar. You Mm -hmm. don't need, you know, the best chocolate chip cookies in the world, which honestly they are actually really fucking good. But it's more like a vessel for get this sugar in my body. Right. It is a a quick trip. Yes. I've been making a lot of those and I've been making uh, blueberry crumbles a lot. Ooh, blueberry crumble. That sounds really good, actually. We keep a lot of frozen blueberries, so I've been making mm-hmm. uh, not quite a cobbler, but it's got like the crumbly, mm-hmm. crispy stuff on top. And that's Those the are best good. part. Yeah. It's the topping. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like everyone's kind of picking up on baking and cooking. One thing that I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I was just thinking about how um, like people during this pandemic who don't know how to cook, what are they like? What are they doing? Like, either they have a bunch of money, so they're, like, well, ordering food out all the time, or they're, like, tr- learning how to cook finally. They're keeping the uh, the mom and pop shops open. And that's good. You know, someone needs to. I can't afford it. I wish I fucking could. I've just been, you know, making food myself. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it'd be a bad time to learn how to cook from scratch during the pandemic because, like, there's things you can't find right now because people, you know, things are out of stock. But I don't know. It's a good hobby to take up. Feed yourself, nourish yourself. You feel good about it. Make some biscuits. Make some chocolate chip cookies. Sure. Joe, pop off, Joe, sis. Joe just told you that there's there's bowl to hole. In his honey bowl what, to hole. You can. I'm. I've been thinking about doing one of those. Like all of the people from Bake Off, since they can't do like those. Uh, they usually do Bake with a Legend workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing like Instagram lives of the baking classes. Right. So I want to do one for my bowl to hole chocolate chip cookies. Have you ever done anything like that? I don't think I've ever seen you bake ever. No, no. I usually just take pictures of the finished product. Only if it's pretty. Right, 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 right. Anyway. I mean, I'm ready for you to start your Instagram live of you. Honey. Bowling to holing. You know, I'm the next Nancy birth whistle. 
that's absolutely your new name nancy she sounds from like she's from the uk yeah she's she was that she's the winner oh she's is that the nancy that you like really love that's the nancy i love that's my nancy oh honey that's Did my anyone nancy. call you nancy when you were a uh, <laughs> honey everyone over the age of well, i feel like it's it was like two generations before us that called. Yeah, everyone I feel like no Nancy one's ever called me Nancy if they were gay. Life, so right. I feel like probably some like elderly people saw me and called me a Nancy in their head. Hey, look at that little but... Nancy! It's like that's a, such a tame word. Like they immediately, they immediately called me the F word instead. Yeah, right. Like right. just jump straight in front of the train. Like there's no getting around that. Speaking um, of technology. Oh, are, is there a new a new toilet we're talking about this week? No, no new toilet. But okay. uh, something else that deserves to be in the toilet: emojis. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. there will be no new m- emojis unveiled in 2021. The, wow. The They've Unicode... run out of emojis. Well, no, no, no. It's postponed because of coronavirus. Okay. So the Unicode Consortium. They're the ones who typically, it's a nonprofit. They oversee emoji standards. They're responsible for new emoji releases. Mm-hmm. They're going to push back uh, the, their annual release to 2022 because uh, coronavirus has forced delays. Mm-hmm. So um, they're pushing it back by six months from March 2021 to September 2021 because uh, developers don't have enough time. And, you know, then they got to make them for Apple. They got to make them for Google. Everyone makes their own ones. Right. Right. Um, I so I think let's see, new ones are still coming out this year though. So it doesn't mm-hmm. impact the release of the previously announced new emojis for 2020, which I really like some of them. We got the transgender flag. Yes. Um, there's gender neutral Santa, honey. I don't think I've this seen is, gender neutral Santa. Well, let me tell you, this is the future the liberals want. Okay. <laughs> gender neutral Santa. We want gender it. Gender neutral now. Santa. There is a mustached man. Wearing a wedding veil, pop off this. Gender neutral person in tuxedo. Um, Whereas right now there's only man in tuxedo and woman wearing a wedding veil. (gasps) I know. But most importantly, there is, um, they're calling it Italian hand gesture. Did you see that one? What? Do you know where you pinch your fingers together? Not like chef's kiss. That's the thing I imagined. Well, they, they want to differentiate. It says not to be confused with chef's kiss. Okay. This is Italian hand gesture. It's where you, let me, you know. Let me Google this. Italian... Hold your palm up and you put all your fingers together in like a triangle, you know. And oh, you're like, it's kind of like chef's kiss. Mamma mia. But it's Is that like... offensive? I am so sorry, Italians. I mean, I don't it's know. It's I was quoting Mario. Don't at me. Okay. <laughs> Blame Miyamoto. Blame Mario. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So they're making that. It's like it's like chef's kiss, but it's pointed to the sky. That's what it is. Right. It's like the you know what do you do? Na, na, na. Valissimo. Sure. Yeah. Sure. A very very Lizzie McGuire movie. You know. Yes. That's the frame. Very of authentic. Very authentic mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire movie. Mm-hmm. Um. They're also <laughs> making a heart, as in an actual anatomical heart. Oh, like a one that's inside of you. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, ninjas, there's a dodo, woolly mammoth, don't know if they know that they're dead. Um, bubble tea, pop off. Pop off, but we're not getting it for another year at least. No. What I think is interesting though, okay, so the, they are doing the heart and the lungs, and those were created with the help of Dr. Shuhan He of Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. 
with the hope that they in, they help like ER departments, whereas like language barriers, people oh, can. Yeah, interesting. I thought that was interesting. Where it's like, holy shit, you know, like emojis kind of are a universal language, right? You know, like math. Oh, uh, yeah. Math is the language of love. Is that right? Two plus two equals fish. It's what the French speak. Math. The, the, I love when the French speak math. <laughs> love oh, language. it's so romantic. Love math. Oh, I love math. God. So that's your emoji news. You'll get those later this year, but then no new emojis in 2021, apparently. Well, I can't wait to not be able to find those emojis out of the 9,000 emojis I have. <laughs> There's too many. Well, that's the I, thing. It's like, I just oh. imagine the doctor trying to find that anatomical heart emoji. And by the time they find it, the patient's dead. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, you know, I don't look, I don't search through emojis generally, unless it's like I'm looking for a very specific colored heart emoji, like the mm, green, the purple, right. whatever. But otherwise, I just start. I used typing key. Yeah, thumb. I just type <laughs> thumb bomb. up and then it, then it comes up. <laughs> Wait, did you say bomb? <laughs> no, I said thumb. Thumb oh, up. Oh, right. Sometimes I just text <laughs> Sam the word thumb. Mm-hmm. And I know what he means. I, yeah, because you know? I don't. Because we're, we're there. We're synced our brains. Right. I thought you said bomb. And I was like, what the Honey, fuck? Honey, that's what I send you in the mail. Oh, honey. Anyway. Um, in coronavirus news, because we haven't talked about that yet. Um, what are so are you are you have you noticed anything like i'm I'm assuming you're keeping in touch with your family obviously i think everyone is right um are they doing anything odd like my family is or are they are they pretty you know normal what's odd well my mom is to the point now where she is taking she's she called me and she's like sam i'm so bored and i was like I don't know, learn how to do something. Go on YouTube. Like, you have things to do. She's like, no, Sam. I, I went to YouTube and I looked up a tutorial on how to turn my old reader's digests into Christmas trees. And I was Ooh. like, what? So apparently this is a thing. And it was a thing that's been a thing for a while. Um, if you look up reader's digest Christmas trees, white moms across America f- since the 60s have been turning old reader's digests into, like, Christmas trees. And apparently they're all over my mom's house now because that's all that's what she's decided to do with her spare time with the pandemic. I had never heard of this. My mom had never made any of these when I was growing up. Apparently her mother did. My grandmother did when she was a kid. Um, But I had to look this up to figure out what the fuck it is. Um, Are you seeing these? Are you looking this up? I didn't Google it. I didn't know you actually wanted me to. I just imagined it and it was awful. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty bad. Google it and let me and let me know Coffee if you've seen me these. a picture. I don't want oh. that in my search history. Okay, hold I don't on, want me... those ads on Instagram. Once um, they think that's what I'm into. Oh, of course, I try to look this up and then it's like Java update. Hold on, see, I'll just... my, I my parents are just my parents are bored too, but like but they aren't that bored. Well, they don't really. I don't think my mom could get on. She can watch YouTube videos, but I don't know if she knows what to search for. Like okay. it's like she, too overwhelming. Well, that I mean, like when she got a new phone, she got a new Instagram account because oh, she it's one of those. Yeah, she didn't know <laughs> that. Like you know, you can re-log in, right? So mm-hmm. it's not device specific. No, and she, oh, I don't know. If, I don't think she ever opens Instagram either. She initially got it just to you know look at my stories. Right, right. Oh, right. I'm you looking at these set it up now. For her. These are interesting. 
They're it's not the very... ugliest things I've ever seen. No, but it's it's this thing where I've never heard of this. And of course, I don't know why my mom mentioned this, but she's like, I, I made like 15 of them. I was like, why did you have 15 old Reader's Digests sitting around to turn into Christmas trees? That is such a like, if you're over the age of 50, you have oh, Reader's yeah. Digest sitting around. Oh, yeah. This is a very specific, like, boomer thing. Let me know if, like, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, because I had no idea what this is. It's like a crafts project where you take an old Reader's Digest and you, like, cut it up and, like, you know, fold it. Do you know what this is? This (sighs) is, like, a vacation Bible school craft project. Oh, my God. Did you ever make those, like, yarn um, crosses with, like, the... Honey. What are those called? If it's religious and you can't... I made it. Okay. <laughs> Honey, it's, if it had Jesus on the name, I, I made it. it. And then I burned it after I was 18. Okay. Oh, God. That's the tea. Anyway, people are getting desperate. They're starting to craft. They're starting to bake. I don't know, man. My parents. I don't like it. Okay. It's, it's, we've been doing family video chat every Sunday. Yeah. I love that one? we're documenting coronavirus stuff by the way i'm ready for this podcast to be in the like library of congress for like I mean, honey, historical can you imagine in like 300 honey, years someone listening to this being like what the fuck well they they're gonna they need to so they know what's going on in this time period this through, podcast like, a gay is... lens because they're only going to be getting like straight perspectives do you know what i oh, mean right. of course we really we offer a unique white gay yeah. perspective we're the library of alexandria for white gay podcasters god anyway so bad. um what was i saying oh div- there's division in my family uh-oh so we do our video chat every sunday it's hillary her wife my parents uh, me and justin and mom and dad are like a little more lax than my sister really wants them to be like my mm. parents are going out and well, like, well, the thing is, the, Arkansas is still one of the states that doesn't have a stay-at-home order, right? Well, yeah, that's because none of the, a lot of the southern states just our Republicans are like, it's fine, you know. Still, right? But I feel like it's like there's only a few states left that like don't have a stay-at-home order in place. South Dakota is one. We're right next door to them. Um, I don't think North Dakota they might have one, but I I thought I read that Arkansas is still one of the states that's like you can still go out. The coronavirus well, is a they liberal do. myth. They don't. I mean, restaurants are seem to be closed, but like they'll go to Walmart, and Walmart's mm-hmm. got a lot of restrictions now. But they like to go to the garden center. They go to Lowe's. You know, they're, they're going just, places that they don't need to be going. Yeah, and they're going there because they're because they're bored. You know, mm, and see, that's, you yeah, know, it's not good. We keep telling them stay inside. Y'all are over 60. You don't need to be doing this, you know. Right. But I know that they're not necessarily going to listen. Like, I don't make a huge deal out of it. I am very much You don't much stress like, over it. N- well, I just know that there are certain things about that you can't change once they're set in their ways. Do you know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they, I I don't know. And it's hard to tell your parents what to do. You know right. what I mean? Right, you Like, I'm, I, I can't set rules for them. They're adults. Right, it's hard to reprimand your parents. Right. So me and Hillary have been like, y'all really need to stay in, you know. It's just strong but, um, encouragement. That's all you strong can really encouragement. do. Strong encouragement. Whereas Hillary is very much, you know, uh, quarantined and, uh, you know, like you should be, like we all should be right now. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of more into telling them that they need to be that way, too, than I am. Right. And it's like, mom, and, I don't know. Dad just like refuses to do like grocery pickup. Like at Walmart, you know, they'll, you just open your trunk and they'll put them in. 
you know? Right. He wants to, like, pick out his milk, pick out his bread, eggs, all the stuff Mm -hmm. that boomers buy, you know? (laughs) Bread, milk, eggs, He needs to do his boomer shopping. Yes, exactly. (laughs) The boomer shopping network. They still go to, like, the gas station to pick up a newspaper. Okay? Like, it is legit... I can't think of a newspaper Sam, delivered to you. There are questions I don't ask anymore. Boomers. I don't ask. But Jesus. um it so it sometimes the family conversations circle around that and then I just sit there. But it's just it's hard, out. you know. It's I feel like a lot of us are having this same issue with our parents. Where our oh, parents absolutely. are going out and they're mm-hmm. just doing whatever, you know. Right. See, I'm that, that's one thing, because like I talk about, my sister's a nurse. She works in an ICU like she's, you know, obviously very health conscious. When this first started happening, my sister and I had a conversation and my sister was like, I need you on my side and I need you to help me to encourage the parents to stay home. Because this is when this was first starting and it really it hadn't hit Montana yet. And none of these stay at home orders were happening. We had no cases yet, but it was starting to happen in New York. It was starting to happen in these in these you know areas where you know, a lot of people were flying in and it's starting to get spread in the U.S. And so she's like, I, I need you on my side for when this starts, you know, coming to Montana. We you I, I, I need help encouraging the parents to take this seriously. And thankfully, I feel like my parents are kind of outliers in the sense where my sister and I talked to them about it. And we're like, you know, this is what you need to do. You need to take this seriously. And they have been staying at home as much as possible. When they do go to the grocery store, they've been wearing masks. When they come home, they disinfect everything. Like my mom, like wipes down all the groceries. They wash their hands constantly. They're not going out. They're bored as hell and they're sick of each other. But still, like they are following the rules pretty well for boomers. And so I've been pleasantly surprised with them. But that's the thing. It's like, I feel like my parents are outliers in this sense. And I can't imagine like being an informed individual about, you know, this pandemic and having parents that like literally think that it is like a democratic conspiracy, that it's not that big of a deal and like going out and doing things and watching them expose themselves and like being legitimately worried for their health and safety. Like, I can't imagine how much stress that would be if you were in that situation, because I'm sure a lot of people are like watching their parents, you know, just going willy nilly and not thinking it's, you know, not taking it seriously. Mine don't think it's a conspiracy. Obviously. Right. I'm I'm looking at like the far end of that spectrum where, right. you know, I, you know, I'm but just they're like, I'm not there at all. And in some ways they're like, oh, it's not that big in Arkansas yet. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's because like you need to and you don't need to make it a thing in Arkansas. By right. That's go, why you need to stay home. Out. You need to, to stay prevent inside. It. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. They're careful. They wear their masks. They wash right. their hands. But at also least they're it's taking like, decent they take precautions. They, could, they at least they don't think be it's doing a more, scam. But you can only ask for so much when you're talking about your boomer parents, right? I mean, it's, yeah, I guess. Right. I guess. Anyway, I think, but I think that's the thing. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's probably harder for an older generation to like really break out of that routine in terms of like, trying delivery pickup when they've never done delivery pickup in their entire lives you know but like that's the market of people that should be taking advantage of things like that because they're you know like those are the people that are that are more at most susceptible for you know really bad complications if they contract coronavirus and so i don't know i understand that like wanted to pick out your fucking eggs (sighs) boomers listen i'm over it that's all i gotta say 
I've heard, God, it was like all one of the video chats was about, and I was like, I am over this. <laughs> you, ch- anyway, you clocked out. Anyway, moving on. This mm-hmm. is some non-coronavirus-related news. Ooh! Um, did you see Disney is remaking its classic 1973 Robin Hood film as a CGI Disney Plus exclusive? I did not see this. This is interesting. You know what this is, though, right? It's the one with the fox Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. That Mm -hmm. we all wanted to fuck. I mean, I don't remember. I don't think I ever saw that Robin Hood movie. What? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so wait, okay, let me see. So Robin Hood, Little John was a black bear, Sheriff of Nottingham was a wolf, Friar Tuck was a badger, and then Prince John was the lion, and he was always sucking his thumb. Mm. I'm reading this on The Verge, by the way. But we, for whatever fucking reason, that was one of the Disney movies we watched the most as a kid. And I don't know why. Because it's not like, it's not, it's kind of like, do you remember Fox and the Hound? Oh, yeah. It's not, you know, that's not one of the ones that's talked about very much. Right. I feel like everyone had that one Disney film that was like not popular that they always watched. Mm. For me, it was Sword in the Stone. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't get into that one. Yeah, and like for some reason, I feel like everyone has that one. Apparently, yours is is uh, Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, and um, you wanted to fuck that fox. Well, I, I I swear, if you talk to any gays who were like in our generation, a that lot fox of them made me gay. That fox, honey, Robin Hood the fox. People were into him. Fuck that fox. Fuck that fox, honey. Anyways, anyway, so they're making a CGI version of this. They're making a CGI version. It says, hold on, let me find the release because it says something about, so, you know, they've done Lion King. They've done, what else did they do? Dumbo? Yeah, they did Dumbo. They did Lion King, Aladdin. Um, says, I mean, Aladdin was, was also, was, wasn't full CGI. It was, there were real people there. Right. I think that's what they're saying they're doing with this one. I don't know. Just like full on CGI? There's not a whole lot of details around it yet. And also, obviously, I said this wasn't about coronavirus, but I think it's being postponed because of coronavirus. Because um, coronavirus, yeah. Th- and they did Lady and the Tramp. Did you know oh, that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, And that was a that. Disney Plus. That was Disney Plus only. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be more like that, you know. Gotcha. Um, but they say titles that aren't going to generate impressive returns on investments um, makes more sense to put those on like Disney Plus. But mm-hmm, it also mm-hmm. builds up their streaming library. Right. At the same time. Interesting. I don't Are know. you going to watch this when it comes out? Since no, you're like I'm a, a against. Big... No, I am against all of this. All, all of these live action remakes. Oh, yeah. I don't think one's. All I, I haven't seen them. one that's been good. So I'm like, giving up. Did Mulan come out? No, Mulan hasn't come out yet. I know people are excited about Mulan. I don't like The Lion King in the first place. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Aladdin, sure. Oh, yeah. they, did, they did the the Jungle Book. They did a remake of that. I think I, I saw that one. I can't get on board with that. I cannot get on board with the Jungle Book. Okay. Well, we know um, where, you, where you've uh, <laughs> drawn the line in the sand. I don't, I don't want to see some kid run around the Jungle Book. Do you know what I mean? And like be friends with a bear. That's not my mm. cup of tea. Right. You want to fuck the fox. I want to fuck the fox, honey, <laughs> and steal the lion's jewels. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, are there any that you would actually? Oh, wait. Did they do Pocahontas? No. No. I don't know if they're touching Pocahontas these days because it's yeah, problematic. Yeah, they probably aren't because so I think Pocahontas like thirteen or whatever. Well, they had that movie with um, was it Colin Farrell? Is that a person? 
That's a person, yeah. Colin Farrell, who was in the, and yeah, I feel like he was in a live action Pocahontas movie, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't keep track of like live action Pocahontas uh, movies. It autocompletes. Ooh, you must be onto something. Colin Farrell, he played John Smith, honey, in what 2005. The there was a remake in 2000. Was it like a Disney remake? Or it was, was like not a... a Disney. No. Oh, okay. That Disney, uh, weirdly enough, doesn't own the true story of Pocahontas. Weirdly so, enough, Disney doesn't own the history enough, of Pocahontas. They didn't, they didn't copyright that. Mm, surprised, but, um, actually. I did see that the Hillary Duff reboot, they all had a, like a, a Zoom meeting. So it might Ooh. be back on. You, the Hillary Duff reboot of Hillary Duff's career? Oh, excuse me. Liz McGuire reboot. I mean, <laughs> you could call it a reboot you of could her call, career. I mean, it's the same thing. Let's be You'd honest. Be right. Wasn't but Hillary hopefully Duff in, like, that is. Isn't she in like a new like commercial campaign for something? I don't I know. You know my I deal. saw her. Hold on. Hillary Duff. The only commercial. commercial I like her in is that one where the girl is like, that dress is so gay. And she's like, Oh, that's the, if you type in Hillary Duff commercial, know, that's the, the first thing that comes up. And she comes up and she bitch laughs. Think her. before you speak. I love that commercial. Oh, my, yeah. She like appears out of the, of she the clothing just, like, rack. Yeah. Just pops out of a clothing rack. I love uh, that commercial. I just imagine every day that you were working at Forever 21 or whatever the fuck you worked at, you were just looking for her. That was in me. This... Oh, no. Oh, you I were popping out her. of the clothing racks? I was cosplaying as her. I mean, honestly, whatever you had to do to get through the day. Someone says something and I'm like, do you fucking know what you <laughs> Did you, you just call me said? gay? Let me mansplain this to you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> God. What campaign are you talking about? Is she on a new one? I, I I think that she's in a new campaign. I thought I saw her in a commercial recently, but mystery. I don't remember what it was. It's a mystery. It doesn't matter. Honey. Anyway, so they had a Zoom meeting. Ooh, that's very exciting. Zoom, Zoom, bitch. I had a Zoom meeting with my therapist. That went pretty well. Well, I told her we should it. use Google Hangouts, but she was like, I have to use Zoom because it's HIPAA compliant. I was like, okay. Because it's what? HIPAA. Oh, HIPAA. You know, I thought you said HEPA, like HEPA filter. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's a HEPA filter. It, it, yeah, the Zoom filters out ninety nine point nine nine percent of particles out of the air. There are all of those uh, articles going up right now. That's like Zoom isn't safe. Here's your oh, privacy yeah. concerns. Blah right. blah blah. I haven't clicked uh, on any of the stories, but they're out there. Well, th- that was the first time I used Zoom was for this therapist appointment. It wasn't bad, but it's like we, there was a, things better things out there. But I think people just use Zoom a lot for like business shit. So that's why it's like really popular. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Justin uses it for all his. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Um, fuck. Do I have anything else to talk about before we move on? I already talked about the Christmas Tree Readers Digests. Um, I talked about making biscuits. Oh, I was going to talk about how um, have you used? I think I've probably brought this up a long time ago, but um, I'm going to buy it the next time I go to the grocery store because no one's buying it. Have you ever used powdered buttermilk before? No, a lot of recipes call for it, but I've never done it. See, the apparently, so powdered buttermilk is like shelf stable. The only time that I need buttermilk is for baking applications. And oh, that's so you what, want to save it ahead of yes. time. So, so I don't have to like, so I always have buttermilk on hand. I don't have to like go get it. And apparently it works really well for baking. It doesn't work really well if you're like using buttermilk in like a fried chicken recipe where you're you're like coating something in it because it isn't very thick. The powdered buttermilk isn't. But allegedly, yeah. So you can get powdered buttermilk and it's like lasts like three years or something. So next time you want to make buttermilk biscuits, you don't have to like go to the store and get a fresh pint of buttermilk or whatever. Anyway, I think I'm going to buy some the next time I go to the store 
and I'll keep you guys posted and see how it works. But I was curious I because feel, Southern no. buttermilk biscuits. No, we don't milk the cow. Oh, right. You go outside. You milk the I cow. I don't know and- about powdered milk. Powdered milk just sounds like something an astronaut eats. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm just oh, not yeah. against anything that could be like food in space. <laughs> I'm against food in you space. Know? Like right. you go to, down to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum and they sell like the freeze dried uh, ice cream bars. Right. And you're like, this is garbage. I don't want to eat anything <laughs> frozen well, yeah, or powdered. Oh, God, they're fucking awful. It's a scam, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's I absolutely mean, a scam. They jack up those prices, too. But I'm sure no uh, no uh, astronauts eating that ever. I hope not. I hope we treat them a little better. <laughs> uh, you know, we can only Anywho. Um, did you actually have a cheese of the week this week or was it uh, no, it's paprika. paprika? 16 ounces of paprika is my cheese of the week. That's Do you know what I had to buy, though? What? I bought what I consider trash cheese. I what Kraft we needed singles. some cheddar. No, we we I only use Kraft singles on grilled cheese. Same like that, but and even then I blend it with other cheeses too to like but, actually give it flavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to pick out my cheese, and you can't really get Black Diamond Five Year Reserve on Instacart. You know, right. mm-hmm. so I had to order a block of not Kraft but Cabot cheddar, oh. which is okay. I just don't I mean, like how you look no at cheddar. it. Right, when well, you get the your black diamond reserve, and it's like you know, eat this in a month or two. But you get the Cabot one, and it's like you can eat this in three years. You're like, <laughs> what's in this? What's in this? Right? I don't know. And so, are you saying? It's fine. Are you saying that you like to pick out cheese like the boomers like to pick out their milk and eggs? Uh, but picking out cheese is a very like hip thing. It's very okay. like it's personal. Well, and I've given it up <laughs> unlike my parents who still need to pick out their milk and eggs. Right. You, yeah, you you gave up We're all up making your... sacrifices and mine mm-hmm. is not picking Eating out my cabot. cheese. Eating fucking cabot. I'm sorry, cabot cheeses. Yours is better than Kraft. So, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I don't know. One anyway. of us here is a cheese snob and it's not me. I'm a cheddar snob. I mean, not like are you snob. are you as particular with any other cheese other than cheddar? No. Not really. What is it about cheddar? Honey, you need the crystals. Honey. I'm hooked on the crystal. Honey, she's hook, hooked on the crisp. <laughs> hooked on the crystal. Give me the, I need the netty. <laughs> I need that God. netty. Give me that good netty. <sighs> no, but I love that, like, there's, like, oak wood cheddars, you know, with, like, what they do? They smoke this in a fucking pile of apples. You know what I mean? Was it born inside of a tree trunk? Yeah, some of them are. You got to wow. really sniff them and you can, I don't know. I just, I like it. I like the sharpness of cheddar. Okay. Mm. Well, Give me that chunky crystal cheddar. I love Apple a good chunk. smoked, wrap it in bacon. Oh God. Oh, speaking of bacon, I've been eating BLTs lately. That's my update. Great. <laughs> anyway, Great. should we move on to our favorite thing? <laughs> <laughs> These are a few of our favorite things. Yours better not uh, be BLTs. So it's don't. not BLTs, no. Okay. I go in phases, though, because like they had like tomatoes that weren't awful at the store last time I went. And so I was like, oh, I'll make BLTs. And I like cook the bacon in the oven. Anyway, it's it's good. I go in phases. Regardless, it's not BLTs. Um, that's my favorite thing this week. It's actually... Um, I'm going first, allegedly. Um, it's a mini-series on FX that just started premiering... Um, and I think they released the first three episodes on the same day. Yeah, I think they 
they kind of did that Hulu thing where like they release a bunch of episodes and then it's like weekly. And it's something that I've been kind of keeping my eye on and have been semi excited for it to premiere. And it just premiered and it's called Mrs. America. Um, and it stars Kate Blanchett and um, oh, yeah. Aduba and Elizabeth Banks and a bunch of other people. Sarah Paulson's in it. And essentially what it is, it's a mini series about the movement to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment back in the 70s. And um, the unexpected. I'm reading this from Wikipedia because I'm not eloquent. Um, the unexpected backlash led by conservative a conservative woman named Phyllis Schlafly, played by Kate Blanchett. And it's through the eyes of the women, women of that era, um, both Schlafly and the second wave feminists, including Gloria Steinem. Um, and it's it's been really good so far. I watched the first three episodes since they came out. And I don't know what it is about Kate Blanchett, but she sure can play a self-hating conservative white woman really well. Um, and so I've been I've been enjoying it. And I don't know, something about anything taking place in the 70s with like that style. I just I love how everyone looks. And it's a, a story I really haven't heard before. I, I never really knew the story behind the ratification of the ERA and how there was no backlash, really. Until Phyllis Schlafly started um, her conservative movement um, against the second wave feminists. And it's it's very interesting. And I feel like it's very well put together. It's just a little mini series. I think there's going to be nine episodes and the first three are out. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's produced by FX, but it's probably coming out on Hulu. I don't know if it's it's definitely on Hulu. I don't know if it's premiering on cable at all. Um, but it's really good. It's really good so far. And I've been enjoying the story um, and the acting's really good and the style's really good. And I've yeah, it's been it's been a good time so far. It's been interesting kind of diving into this because um, I don't know. It's been interesting seeing like the the Me Too movement rising up and stuff. And I didn't really know much about the second wave feminists in the 70s. And so kind of learning about what they were fighting for and, you know, the difference between that movement and this movement and their backlash versus the backlash we get now. Um, so yeah, if you need a little mini series to watch and you're a Kate Blanchett fan like me, check out Mrs. America. It's on Hulu. First three episodes are out. It's really good. So, wow. Ta-da. Have you heard of it, it at all? I've seen the little like autoplay ads. Gotcha. Um, but I just love Kate Blanchett in Was she in Blue Jasmine? Is oh, that I the name so. of that one? Blue something. Anyways. She was in uh, Lord of the Rings. Anyway, saw it on an airplane. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who directed it. It might be problematic. But anywho. Probably. I do. I like her. So I'll have to check it out. I just like her in any period I like her piece. basically at everything. Oh, isn't it sad that like the 70s, it's like a period piece? Oof. Is that a period piece? Honey, and that's on period. D- don't ever say that again. And that's on period. <sighs> and that is on period. Honey, I'm having my period. <laughs> Anyway, that's um, my favorite thing. Check it out if you're interested. Joe, what is your favorite thing this week? Well, mine's boring. So uh, we finally, okay, our window situation. We have blinds. There's a situation. Well, so Justin, you know, Justin likes the best things. Right. So we have those really nice blinds that you can pull down from the top or push up from the bottom. Ooh. Like the accordion ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, they like are suspended. But I've always wanted some curtains as well. Okay. So I'm like, um, kind of see-through privacy white curtains, Ooh. you know, just so we can have the windows open because they built those condos behind us. And, you know, I like to have the windows open. 
Mm-hmm. So we finally got around to doing that in this pandemic because we're both working at home and don't want it to be dark and gloomy in here. So we ordered all the curtains. Justin calls them curtains, like with the curtains. D. Yeah, he's always talking about the curtains, and I love that. So I've started calling him the curtains. <laughs> okay, um, it's the little things, truly. And we ordered them on the internet, and they came, and we put them up ourselves. And two of them have already fallen down, but well, you tried. <laughs> The ones in the bedroom stayed up. Well, it's because, okay, we're trying to use 3M strips. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably probably why they're falling down. No, but they meet the limit. Like, the ones in the bedroom have held up because the walls are flatter in here. Like, we Mm. have spackled walls. Like, they're textured. Yeah, so so they're not gripping. Stick very well. Right. They're not gripping in the living room. So, we're trying to find out more solutions. We don't want to drill holes in those walls. This is like if we can stand to because it's right. like they're out out facing walls. Mm. I don't know. I've never owned a place before. Honey, I don't know how walls work. I don't know how walls work. But <laughs> well, anyway, I like my curtains. Well, I'm glad you have curtains. The only curtains that I have are blackout curtains because I'm a goblin. So see, the blinds are the blinds are blackout blinds like they're oh, okay. navy blue. So yeah. they're so they like let much light in. Right, which is nice because when I'm recording, I need to have control over the light. Right, um, but then, but you then want, like, like a during the day, form. Yeah. right during the day, I want the windows open, but I don't want our neighbors to look in. So right. these are like nice privacy curtains. Mm-hmm. Love a good curtain. Love a good curtain. Um, how are your neighbors? Do you have hot neighbors still? Um, eh, eh. Well, I remember eh. you. You used well, to I've like gotten. I spy. You, you, you know, I I spy on them. Not like. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, like, all the time. But, like, if I'm sitting by the window, I'm, like, seeing what they're doing in the backyard. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, well what I remember is back in the day when they were doing construction across from your place, you would, like, sit at the window with your... I just imagine you with, like, a like a pink pair of binoculars sure. looking at all the, the hot construction men. Well, okay, so they're all filled up by now, all the condos. Right, right. Um, that was a long time ago. They're... I don't know. I've learned a lot more about them during this pandemic because they're working from home mm. and they try to do like these exercise routines in their yard. And it's it's they're annoying. They're very wow. I don't think I had ever seen one of their faces. Mm. And now that I've seen it and I'm like, I didn't think that's what you look like. It I'd really only seen the you. back of their head. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Ugh. now Ugh. that I know who you really are, I'm not and interested. I hear like. I don't know. One of them was like on FaceTime or something and she was getting like frantic that the internet wasn't reaching into their backyard. And I was just like, just go in. Get out of my hair. I don't know. I just, but that's also partly, I just get annoyed with anybody. making. I think everyone in the world. Well, I just think everyone in the world should be quiet when they're outside (laughs) their house. I I truly do. If you're outside your house, you need to be quiet. Mm -hmm. That's public. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. So it Even muffles all the noise coming out of your face hole. Shush. Yeah. Um, here's a question before, you know, we wrap things up. Sure. Have you had a stockpile of like cloth masks from like when you went through like Korean mask phases in like no. the past few years? I had just thrown it away last year. No. Oh my God. I know. And I was, I was like, sh- like when this whole thing started, I was like, fucking damn it. I could have no. used that, put a coffee filter in it. Which I don't know if that actually works. I saw people putting coffee filters in theirs. So I just I had to... That. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. I had to cut up some uh, t-shirts. And I've made oh, some nice. 
masks, hair bands. Nice. I, I mean, honestly, whatever works. Yeah, because I was curious kind of what you were doing for masks in terms of if you had any left over or if you were crafting some yourself. Justin hates them. So we're like not, he's not leaving the house because he has to wear one when he leaves the house. So, well, you know. Anyway. Any hoozle. Sorry about your favorite masks. Things. That's Good favorite fine. things. Uh, well. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wonderful. Please stay well. Wash your hands. Physical distance. Um, otherwise, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. And then also next week, we'll have a bonus episode, too. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V, Feliciano D, James P, John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.